This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. Would you turn with me please tonight to 2 Samuel. Cannot share that comes right after First Samuel. Second Samuel chapter twenty-three. Notice and please two verses of scripture, verses eleven and twelve. And would you just stand with me, please, for the reading of God's holy word and respect for God's word. 2 Samuel chapter 23, verses 11 and 12. If you're there, shout, I'm there. If you're not, just listen up. And church, hear me, I'm going to do my best tonight. I'm going to do my best not to preach long. Come on now. Because like Elizabeth Taylor said to her eighth husband, she said, don't worry, I won't keep you very long. Come on. You liked that, didn't you, mama? Come on, you did. But 2 Samuel chapter 23, verses 11 and 12. And after him was Shammah. Everybody shout Shammah. Shammah. And after him was Shammah, the son of A.G. the Harite. And the Philistines were gathered together into a troop where was a piece of ground full of lentils. Now, what do you mean a piece of ground full of lentils? Well, I was raised here also in the Holy Land, Alabama. What's a ground with a full of lentils? We just call it a bean patch or, or a pea patch. Come on, pea patch. How many of you are other than me? How many of you Pick peas before. Come on, talk to me now. Yeah. Get with us. Start over again. Now for him was Shammah, the son of A.G. the high right. And the Philistines were gathered together in troop where was a pea patch. And the people fled from the Philistines. Verse 12. But he stood. Come on, say that please. But he stood. Come on, say it again. But he stood. It doesn't say but he gave up. Does it say, but he quit? Does it say, but he threw in the towel? It says, what? But he what? Stood. But he stood in the midst of the pea patch and defended it and slew the Philistines and the Lord wrought a great victory. I want to minister along these lines. Enough is enough. Come on, say that please. Enough is enough. You've gone through hell and back, but guess what? Enough is enough. Hell's come against you on every side, but guess what? Enough is enough. Hell's bombarded you, assaulted you, tormented you, vexed you, but guess what, church? Enough is enough. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. And Father, I believe that tonight, this word you've given me will go forth, God, like never before. Your word, your holy seed, will fall upon good ground, and tonight for your glory, it will bring forth much fruit. We thank you now, we bless you, and all of God's people said together, Amen. Come on, say it again. 
Amen. God bless you. You may be seated if you can. But notice these words in verse 12 again, the first three words. Come on, shout it out loud. But he what stood. But Shamba stood. But Shamba stood. Let me ask you a question. But who in the world was Shamma? Who was Shamma? This is a very unusual character in the Bible, but who was Shamma? Shamma was one of David's mighty men. Dave, I mean, David raised these mighty men up to be mighty men of war. Men of valor, yes, and Shammah was, but more than that, Shammah was more than just one of David's mighty men, more than just a man of war, more than just a man of valor, but guess what else? Shammah was a farmer in the land of Israel. Now I want you to see this scene here in these two verses. Now the scene that is taking place is the same scene. I said the same scene that had been taking place time after time, again and again, year after year. Now if the same scene is taking place in your life, time after time, again and again, year after year, and it's a bad scene, then guess what? It's time to change the scenery. Now I want you to get a hold of this. I want you to get a vision of what's going on. Get your mental picture. Shammah, as I said, he was a farmer in the land of Israel. And Shammah, along with the other Israelites, they were down in that field of lentils. In the pea patch. Okay. And they're working diligently to gathering in the crops. They're gathering the fruits of the labor to gather in the harvest. Can you see them? Can you get a picture? Can you see them? I'm working. I mean, just pulling the peas off the vine. Can you see them? But not only could you see them, but somebody else could see them. Who was it? It was a troop of Philistine soldiers. They're on the hillside looking down, down, down upon the Israelites, down in that field of lentils, in that pea patch. And you see those Philistine soldiers, they were there for one reason. What was it, church? They were after the harvest. I'll say it again. They were after what? The harvest. And hell is after what? Your harvest. Now, I challenge you to do a study on this. I've never said this before. But I challenge you to do a study in the Old Testament. Every single time, without exception, that the enemies of God, I'm talking about the Syrians, the Moabites, the Malachites, the Amorites, etc., etc., every single time that the enemies of God came against God's people, they always came against God's people at harvest time. And so if hell is knocking on your door right now, if hell is coming against you, Guess what, church? It is your what? Harvest time. Woo! Why don't you tell your neighbor and say, 
it's your harvest time. Come on now. It's your harvest time. You've been assaulted and bombarded and thence and tormented. I'm talking about hell that's come against you to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But I got a word for you, honey. It is your harvest time. I said, it is your harvest time. Come on, sir. It is my harvest time. Whoa. Now I got to find out if I'm talking to the right people. Has anybody here other than me ever gone through a season of attack? Have you been attacked in the past few years? The past few months? Past few weeks? Past few days? I better stop right there. But you know, Pastor, I've learned a few things in my walk with the Lord. And one is this, when attacks come my way, and they're going to come. I said, they're going to come. You say, but I thought when I got saved, when I got spirit-filled and started living God, I thought I had no more problems and heartaches and troubles and trials and woes and calamity. Honey, if you believe that nonsense, you bought a bad set of tapes, amen. You say, but hell is coming against me. Welcome to the body of Christ. Come on now. Thank you. <laughs> but I've learned this. When attacks come and they will come, I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to shut up. I'm not going to back up. I'm not going to quit. Honey, I've come too far. I've come too far to turn back now. Attacks are going to come, but I've learned this. I know this, when attacks come, I'll wait, guess what? An attack is simply an indication that you are not conquered yet. Come on now. I said an attack is simply an indication that you are not conquered yet. Hallelujah. Oh, yeah. Because if you were already conquered, he wouldn't be coming against you. Come on now. You say, help me out, please. I'm trying to live for God and serve God. I'm talking about I love God so much. I've got Sunday school buttons down to my knees. Why is hell coming against me? Well, don't you know? They only tackle the one who has the ball. Come on, say amen. Speaking of that, roll tide. Hallelujah. But anyhow, we better move on. It's amazing what you can say under the anointing. But I said they only tackle the one who has the ball. If you weren't a threat to the kingdom of hell, if hell didn't know that God has something mighty in your future that could bring down, down, down the forces of darkness. Hell would be coming against you. Somebody said, well, I don't have to worry about anything. Why not? Because the devil's not coming against me. The devil's not coming against me. Well, guess what? If the devil's not coming against you, that must mean that you and the devil are walking in the same direction. Come on, talk to me now. But the Philistines were coming after the what? After the harvest. And Shammah. Shammah was down in that pea patch. And Shammah had just reached over and grabbed a handful of peas off the vine. May I say, a big old handful of peas. 
El Grande. Come on now. And they had the handful of peas. And all of a sudden, Shama hears the noise. He hears the commotion. He hears the ruckus. He sees dust beginning to fly in the air. And he sees the fellow Israelites beginning to flee in every direction. Wow. The Bible says, the Philistines came down. The, look at it, verse 11. It says, and all the people did what? The, boy, did what? Tell me now. Tell me, verse 11. They fled. You see, when hell comes against you, there's two things you can do. Number one, you can fight. Or number two, you can, you can flee. Number two, you can stand or you can surrender. I don't know about you, beloved, but I'm going to stand and fight. Come on now. And Shammah sees his fellow Israelites begin to flee. And he looks out and sees the Philistine soldiers coming. And Shammah knew that they'd come down time after time, again and again, year after year. But guess what? Every year, all the Israelites had begun to flee. But this time, something was different because somebody else was in the pea patch. It was Shammah, that mighty man of war, that mighty man of valor, one of David's mighty men. And Shammah has that handful of peas and he sees those Philistine soldiers coming. He knows they were coming afterward, after the harvest. All of a sudden, Shammah has a handful of peas. He begins to grip those peas a little bit tighter, a little bit firmer. That a handful of peas becomes a fistful of peas. And then Shammah, he begins to talk to himself. Honey, it's okay to talk to yourself. If you're saying the right stuff, come on now. But he begins to grip that fistful of peas a little bit tighter, a little bit firmer. Shamba began to say something kind of like this. I wish I would have been there. Oh, the Lord has his own Holy Ghost video one day for me to watch. But Shamba began to grip that handful of peas that turned to a fistful of peas. He began to grip it tighter and tighter and tighter and tighter. He began to talk to himself and he said something kind of like this. These are my peas. God gave me these peas. I love peas. I broke up the fallow ground. I planted the field. I watered the field. I weeded the field. I drove with the birds of the air and the beasts of the field. And this is my harvest. It's mine, it's mine, it's mine, it's mine. And nobody's going to have my harvest, honey. Won't you rise over the same attitude that Shamalid? You said, what do you mean? Why don't you hold that fistful of peas up? Come on, church, hold it up high. Hold it up high. Hold that fistful of peas up. And guess what? They were getting closer and closer. And Shamalid holds the fifth full piece there and he began to say something kind of this no more no way enough is enough come on son enough is enough come on again enough is enough oh. honey don't you back up look up instead honey you can't be passive and say well you know what will be will be 
Honey, that's Hindu. We're not Hindu. We're, we're Christians. Come on now. Well, well, just what, come what may. No, it's not come what may. It's come what I say. Come on now. That's right. Come what you speak. You've got to rise up strong. Why? Because hell is coming after you. He said, this is my harvest. What is your harvest? What is your harvest? Whatever God has given you. Whatever God has promised you, or God, whatever God has spoken over you prophetically, that is your harvest. What is your harvest? It's the restoration of your marriage. It's the salvation of your family. It's divine healing, divine health, and complete physical restoration in your body. Come on, talk to me, somebody. It's joy and peace of mind. Come on up. It's being debt free. Come on, somebody. You need to rise up and shake the fistful of peas in the air like Shammah did and say something like this. This is my harvest. I prayed for it. I've worked for it. I've labored for it. I've sought God. I've shown the gap. I've confessed the word. I didn't give up. I didn't waver. This is mine. It's mine. It's mine. It's mine. It's mine. And enough is enough. Some of you need to get mad. Come on now. Now I'm not advocating violence. I'm not talking about getting mad at your neighbor, your spouse. Come on now, your pastors. Come on. But some of you need to get mad. You need to get really ticked off. Some of you need to go home tonight. You need to open up that front door. Walk in and point your finger at the devil. I'm not talking about your husband, honey. No, I'm talking about the devil. And say, you've come against me for the last time. When's the last time you've done that? Come on. I mean, some of you, well, I never have. Honey. That's why you're going through the hell you're going through. She didn't go home, open up that front door, walk in, point your finger at the devil, and say, you've come against me for the last time. He's come against my home, my family, my children, my marriage for the last time. You've come against my job for the last time. You've come against my career for the last time. You've come against my ministry for the last time. You've come against my health for the last time. You've come against my church for the last time and my pastors for the last time. Get out of here, devil. Enough is enough. Come on, shout amen. Enough is enough. Rise up like Shammah. As a winner, not a wimp. As a victor and not a victim. Hear me, church. I'm a conqueror. I'm a champion. I'm a gate stormer. I'm a giant slayer. I'm a full-time frontline fanatical freedom fighter. Come on, amen. You gotta rise up tall like Shama with that fistful of peace and say, What? Enough is enough. You need to be and act like that saint of old, Popeye the Sailor Man. Did anybody ever watch Popeye the Sailor Man? Come on, talk to me now. I thought you did. I thought you did. I'm Brother Bruce Timicos. Didn't have television back in those days. Popeye. Popeye. Now, who was Popeye's arch enemy? Remember? Brutus. And every Saturday morning, guess what? 
He will come after Popeye's harvest. He was now who was Popeye's harvest? Olive oil. His main squeeze. Come on now. <laughs> Every Saturday morning he'll come after what? Popeye's harvest. He'll come after what? Olive oil. I mean, he had one assignment in life to come after olive oil, Popeye's harvest. And guess what? He came after Popeye's harvest again and again and again. Year after year, time. Come on, talk to me. Come on, the Philistines did. Come on now. And so he came after Popeye's harvest, olive oil. But every Saturday morning, guess what? Popeye would have that spirit of Shabba begging to rise up within him. Come on, talk to me, somebody. And Popeye, Popeye reach over and he grab his can of what? Spinach. And every time before Popeye would consume the can of spinach, he'd hold the can of spinach up. He'd always say those words, what were they now? I've had all I can stand and I can stand no more. Why don't you just hold up your can of spinach? Come on, somebody. Come on out and say, I've had all I can stand, and I can stand no more. Hold up that fistful of peas. Come on out and say it again. Say, enough is enough. Hallelujah. Thank you for those seven amens and four holy grunts. I said enough is enough. Come on, say it. Enough is enough. They came against Shammah. But the Bible says, but he stood in the midst of the ground, in the midst of the pea patch, and defended it and slew the Philistines. And the Lord wrought a great victory. There are three things I want you to look at concerning Shammah before we close. Number one, Shammah stood. Come on, say that please. Shammah stood. Say it again like you believe you did. Shammah stood. Say it like you can. Shammah stood. You know, the Bible tells us in Exodus chapter 14, verse 13. But fear not, but stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. He said, fear not, but stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. I love that. He says, stand still. Come on, say that place. Stand still. He says, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. I would put it like this. Why don't you just put up a front row seat and watch God begin to show up and show out and show off for you. Come on now. I love those two words, stand still. What do those two words mean in the original Hebrew? It means, stand still means to relax. Take it easy. Don't sweat it. Calm down. Chill out. Don't panic. Come on now. Don't panic. When hell is coming against you like the Philistines were coming, do you think that Shem would begin to have a pity party? Whoa, my God, what was me? No. Shem had been trained by the mighty warrior David, the mighty giant killer. And he knew 
if David, my leader, David, my spiritual father, David, my mentor, told me I could stand in the midst of it all and God would show up for me, I'm going to stand. Yes. Church, when hell is coming against you, I got a word for you. Keep on standing. Yes. Shama stood. Number two. Number two. Shama expected. Come on, say that, please. Shama expected. Now, in the Living Bible, Psalms 119, verse 89 says, I expect your help, O God, for you have promised it. I love that. I expect your help, O God, for you have promised it. Sham expected, but he begins to step out to begin to defend that pea patch that God was going to be right there on the spot with him. Come on now. What else? Shammah stood. Shammah expected, but what else? Shammah didn't give up. I said Shammah didn't give up. Come on now. Many of you, hell starts coming against you and you'll just fight for one moment. Hell keeps coming, you'll give up. Come on now. Other people, you fight for two minutes and give up. But honey, you got to keep on keeping on. How long do I stand? How long do I keep on expecting until the battle's won? Yes. Don't give up, don't give up, don't give up, don't give up. I don't know what, what Shema had there with him. He could have had a sword laying there on the ground or a spear or a javelin or a dagger or a club. I don't, maybe all I had was just that fistful of peas. Yeah. Honey, that's enough. That's enough you and your fistful of peas Plus God. That's all you need. Come on up. And guess what? He did not give up. He did not give up to every Philistine was dead on the ground. Come on, say amen. What do you do? Stand, expect, and don't give up. Come on now. Everybody shout this place one more time and say, enough is enough. Come on, shout it again. Enough is enough. You've got to have that same attitude. You've got to get mad, fierce. No more, no more, no more. No more, no more, no more. In the fall of 2005, I was ministering in the state of Indiana. And there was a long prayer line. I don't know, it was a lot of people, a lot of people from wall to wall was praying for people. And I was praying for this one and this one. This one. I saw mom and dad come up and I saw the commotion. I saw a little boy there, about five, six, whatever it was, years of age, and he was just causing a big ruckus. And, and he was trying, fighting so hard to get out of his dad's arm, but the dad was holding that son tight, Miss Sandy, holding him so tight. I prayed for this one, this one, this one. They were down the line, and I could sense something was urgent, so I just, I said, y'all just wait a minute, I'll come back. And I went down there, and that young boy, that young boy had severe autism. I'm talking about major learning disorders, major emotional and mental problems, physical problems. He was fighting so hard to get out of his dad's arm, just fighting and punching, slapping, knocking his dad around. But that mom and that dad came down. I'll never forget. I'll never forget that mom says, we can't take it anymore. We can't take it anymore. What were they saying? Come on, talk to me, church. They were saying, what? Enough is enough. Yes. They tell me what the problem was, and they said, the school has said if, there's, if something has happened, we can't keep it here. I mean, they were broken hearted. 
But guess what they were saying? Enough is enough. And something rose up on the inside of me, church. What was it? The spirit of Shammah rose up on the inside of me. And I began to reach over toward the little boy and he began to swat at me. But honey, I didn't care. He began to swat at me, Pastor Bruce. But I pushed on through. And I laid my hands upon the little boy. He was fighting so hard, but I pushed on through. And I didn't pray a long prayer. Honey, you don't need to pray a long prayer. That's right. In public, if you do so in private, come on now. But I just stretched forth my hand. I don't remember what I prayed. I don't remember the words, but it was kind of like this, essence of this. Lord, change him. Lord, heal him. Lord, touch him now. In church, something happened. When I prayed that short prayer, he'd been fighting the scrum. All of a sudden, he calmed down. So calm, so peaceful, so serene. Has such a gentle expression all about him. I kept on praying with others. Well, guess what? I never went back to that church because the pastor was there, went to a church, took a, took a church in Illinois. I never went back. This past summer, I got a letter from that mama. She said, I should have wrote you years ago, but I got to write and tell you the story. I said, what's that? He goes back to school the next day and the next, and they get another note home saying, we don't know what has happened to your boy, but he's the kindest the sweetest, the gentlest, the most attentive student I've got in my class. Hold on, hold on, hold on. And she said, God began to bless him. And this past June, guess what happened? He graduated valedictorian from this high school. Oh, hallelujah! You can tell me there's not a God. But you see that mom and that dad, they rose up that day. And they begin to say, what? Enough is enough. Some of you have got some situations right now you're dealing with. Come on now. Some of you who have been attacked by modern day Philistines. They're coming after your harvest, honey. They're coming after your harvest, your home, your family, marriage, your business, your finance, your joy, your peace of mind. Come on, talk to me, somebody. Your emotions are being tired and torn. He said, what do we do? Hell's coming against you. Hell's coming against you. Hell's coming against you. Why? Because it's your harvest time. Oh, but I can say this. You better get ready. You better get ready. You better get ready. Because if you'll stand like Shammah stood, if you'll begin to have a spirit of expectation like Shammah did, and you don't give up, guess what? The harvest it's yours. It's going to stay yours. Come on, shout it, man. One more time. Hold that handful of peas, that, that fistful of peas, and say those three words loud and clear. Come on, talk to me now. What? Enough is enough. Come on now. Enough is enough. Would you stand, please? Would you stand? Would you stand? Would you stand? How many of you, along with me, and like Shama. And like Popeye. 
you're going to say no more. Come on, say it. Say no more. Say it again. Say no more. Say no way. No way. Enough is enough. Enough. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.